This is the I'm Stuff Eating Disorder podcast, the podcast for eating disorders, disordered eating, body image, and mental health. I'm your host, Queenie June Borgman, and today's episode, episode 7 of season 4, we're talking about why the nice girl always gets the eating disorder. Okay guys, episode 7, and please listen, just hear me out. Before I start this episode, I think this is maybe one of the most valuable episodes that I've done from all the seasons. And it popped into my head to do this one after that I could summarize some stuff for myself that happened and saw the correlation with me and clients that actually happened this week. So I know for the main listeners that are following this podcast for a little bit longer that you were expecting the interview with a friend of mine, but I think this is way more important to listen to. And I actually highly, highly advise you to listen to the end of this podcast because maybe it's the most beneficial podcast for you to listen to so that is that part and basically what I still want to put out there little disclaimer um, the title has why the nice girls gets the eating disorder uh, but actually it could be for the nice guy for the nice non-binary person you know it's for everybody that is too nice basically so I wanted to put that out there for your you know information on how I'm recording this, I'm standing in my old room that isn't my room anymore, but it's become like this supply room for clothing for my parents, uh, for their business. There's no bed anymore here, but only you know packages and stuff like that. And I just came from the hairdresser. I've been there for two and a half hours. My hair is ultra ultra blonde, and I was looking you know in the mirror with. Holy shit, what just happened? I wasn't expecting that she could do it that good. And she was like, you know, don't you like it? And I'm like, oh, yes, I do like it. But that was way beyond my expectations. So very fun day to have. So to have like that me moment. And I know it costs a lot of money. But rather invest that money in yourself than sometimes in other people. And also this specific part is in giving gifts to yourself and not other people and not feeling guilty about it is something that the nice girl can have. And at least I had have had it and sometimes still feel guilty about it. So I think it's so important that we just mm, get this subject out of the way and listen to it. And f- to be honest, Again, before I start out, it's the same reason I think why my mom got the eating disorder, why I got the eating disorder, why a lot of my clients got the eating disorder. And yeah, let's start. So I'm going to take you a little bit back in time with me. Last 2021, September, a little bit before that, I met a person and that person really um, triggered me in a way that I had symptoms that's nothing to do with eating disorders, but I got symptoms and certain behaviors that really actually shocked me as in how I was being. And that symptoms and behaviors was the nice girl. And believe me, in essence, I always am the nice girl but you have certain levels as in the normal nice person or the nice pleasing person and that second one was something that was going far more and more uh it was becoming more a thing and at some point thank god it didn't take long it like take took three months or something at least i don't find it long 
I had this epiphany moment of, you know, whoa, what the fuck? And I started to analyze the person in front of me that was triggering me in a way that I had behavior that I, certain behaviors that I didn't have before. and saw a certain personality type that triggers the nice girl. So I'm going to take you with me on what type of personality is that, but I'm first going to take you with me on the nice girl. The essence of the nice girl is that we are pleasers. It can be pleasers on sexual level, as in not good at receiving but only giving. It's pleasing as in you don't want to make somebody mad, so you will go the extra mile on making sure that doesn't happen, that you do not get a confrontation. The nice girl is the person that does a lot of work and doesn't really want you know the credits for it. The nice girl makes sure that everybody's uh, needs are met but herself the nice girl is very sympathetic and empathic and can talk about other people feelings and be interested but lets her own feelings be low or not talked about because she's making far more space for other people than for herself and it's something that i see a lot with the you know my certain field but also social work stuff like that because we make room we literally get paid to make room to listen to people and help them out so it's something in the field of helping people the way i think dietitians psychologists social workers do that in that field you can meet the nice girl or the nice guy the most but what is the shittiness of this certain pattern of this certain behavior of this certain type of um how would you say that character well the shittiness of it and that's why i posted this week or last week the um the nice girl you know um, um basically chart on what can happen if you're a nice girl or being the good girl is you know tense shoulders you're getting anxious you're holding your breath you maybe are a person that breathes very deeply you get you have your inner your inner chatter you have unexpressed opinions you're maybe very afraid to give your opinion because you don't want to you know get into certain confrontations your needs are overlooked you're always overworked overstressed you're fatigued you know you're in the, for the dutchies moo you have built up resentment to people but you never express them so innerly you can maybe feel a very tense feeling towards them but you will never express that and if it comes out people are kind of shocked because you've been building that up over time and that specific type of behavior was something for me that i had for the past i think three months at least from september till up to december and actually in january february now ongoing i do not have that anymore and the reason why was because there's a certain specific personality that can trigger that and i truly believe that that is a narcissistic person or narcissism i would not know you know at least in that field that can trigger that the narcissist is always a person that likes to receive and a good girl or the nice girl is a person that likes to give so you have this combination of the person that is getting and taking energy and not giving something back unless they want to do that because it profits them as in make them look good and a nice girl or the nice boy just keeps giving and giving and at some point just is fatigue of everything that they give and luckily in perspective you see that at some point they catch on and are like holy shit you know but what does this person do for me and often when it's a narcissist they don't do a lot 
believe me, narcissists come in all shapes and sizes. So to give you a specific, you know, symptom list of how do you see, you know, how can you recognize that person? I think it's a little bit hard because you have like covert narcissists and stuff like that. But in the essence, you can see it's a person that lacks empathy, that likes to be in the spotlight and cannot, you know, when you have a discussion, it will maybe become hard fights as in they cannot hear somebody else's opinion. You can have certain blackmailing as well, um, or they take things from the past. Do you remember that time that you didn't do this and that? And that are traits of a narcissist. For your, um, yeah, for your build forming as Dutchies, but we would say, but maybe in English, a little bit ruder for your information. Um, I had a little bit of an encounter with that in these three months. But the funny thing is, and that's often the case, narcissists don't do not know that they are narcissistic or have narcissism. So it's just their way of being and they're often very free spirited. You know, they don't have a lot of stress because often they actually they make sure that you get the stress somehow. Uh but I have encountered a person like that making that actually for me not eating disorder wise but um actually learning something about my eating disorder that I haven't learned in in the day in the days after recovery how am I saying this right right I haven't learned what I've learned now during recovery or in the time that I have been recovered up till now and what I saw was a certain pattern that I just knew that the nice girl was something that a lot of us have because the thing is is that often we do not stand up for ourselves. We don't even stand up to ourselves when we're fighting with the eating disorder. So that part of believing in you, choosing you, don't put other people first but yourself are very very habits, you know, that you should be working on if you're listening to this during recovery or even after recovery. It's something that I've been working on after and during recovery but even now more after recovery after that I met that person for now I'm really you know um almost like um screening myself in a situation you know who am I in this situation should I give that person that amount of effort is that person giving me that amount of effort as well and just making sure that you have the list of the pros and cons with who you're dealing with and if that person is worth your energy time love and whatever comes with it. So that's why I wanted to do this episode so badly because if you are the nice girl, the nice girl that doesn't talk about her opinions because she wants to be neutral because she doesn't want to go in confrontation, are you the nice girl that builds up all her anger inside the person that has tense shoulders or other tense body parts because the stress goes to there because you are basically you know, taking all the bullshit of other people, are you difficult, you know, with being relaxing, if you build up resentment to certain peoples because they go over your boundaries, that's something I'm going to touch upon later, then this is your wake-up call to do something, do not stay in this position, and if you have a person that's basically narcissistic, Take your healthy distance. Only have the needed contact with that person and not the extra. Because if that person is damaging your mental health, even if it's your mother or dad or sister, if they're damaging your mental health, it's not worth it. Because apparently some of us get eating disorder tendencies because of it. 
Then I want to go to one part and that are the non-negotiables and your boundaries. Basically, your non-negotiables are often your boundaries. For the Dutchies, it means grenzen. So your non-negotiables are your values and norms that are just set in a rock. They are solid and you will not change them for somebody. If you feel as a person that you're changing your non-negotiables because you're with somebody, you maybe think it's attractive or you want to you know, adjust to them. Of course, when you are in a relationship and even friend-wise or romantic-wise, sometimes, you know, some of them can be adjusted. But if the real cores are being adjusted or thrown out the window, that's a red flag. And not a red flag of that person you are with, but a red flag towards yourself because you are throwing away your non-negotiables. And that's a very bad thing to do. I highly advise you when you're listening to this to write down your non-negotiables. I've done that. It's in my agenda and I can look at it for the whole year. Uh, For example, when I'm with friends that my non-negotiables are that they shouldn't be racist. And when it's with a romantic partner, you know, stupid enough for maybe some people. But I really think it's a border that my um, partner is on the same level when it comes down to loving pets and liking dogs. And if they don't like that, you know, it's a non-negotiable and I'm not interested. These types of boundaries can protect you as a nice girl, boy or non-binary person. Because having these boundaries, having these set of rules that are positive rules, make you filter people that are right for you or wrong for you in your life. And therefore, you can diminish the chance that your eating disorder becomes worse or that you maybe even can get an eating disorder or can get a fallback. Because of the person that I have met in September, my um, I think my recovery could have become in danger if I didn't reset my boundaries, at least make them, no, not reset my boundaries, but make my boundaries and non-negotiables clear again, because otherwise that person could have fucked me up real bad. So as a message to take home, If you are the nice girl, the nice boy, the nice non-berry person that sets yourself aside, that skips your own norm and values, that makes people, um, you know, that takes other people's problems in front of your own, um, that listen to people, but you do not have have somebody to listen to, uh, to your problems. If you are the person that builds up anger and resentment to other persons because you have a hard time expressing yourself, this is your moment to... Do something about that. One, keep your distance from people that don't make you feel good. Second, make your non-negotiables, you know, write them on paper so they're clear for you. And because of that, you can set boundaries. And third, learn some communication skills to yourself on how to address a person if you want to confront them. A lot of people that I see, not even eating disorders, but disordered eating have problems with communicating to represent their own opinion in certain conversations. And therefore, because they're doing that over and over again, they're keeping up, you know, keeping their opinions to themselves, they get binge eating or their emotions become quickly high and therefore they start eating or maybe not eating. And you see that it's mainly because they do not have that set of techniques to approach a person. And, you know, one of the things that I highly advise you Um, For example, if you want to confront somebody, let's say, um, I think you're very rude. 
uh, you, you shouldn't be saying you are rude. But for example, I have the feeling uh, that the way you come across to me is that you're actually quite rude. So you keep it towards yourself. I have the feeling that. And that's a way different approach than saying you are rude. So really invest in techniques around communication because that will save you and actually build up the confidence to address people in general. Either it is somebody at the bus stop, either it is your crush, either it is somebody you're living with and you want to confront them because it will save you so much pain and suffering. And I can almost guarantee you that recovery of an eating disorder will become far more easier. So guys, this was the episode that I wanted to share with you. By all means, share it. You can you know, post it on social media, in your stories. You can tag me as well with at imstuff underscore com. Because this one, I think, really has the essence of so many eating disorders. So please, and I know it sounds strange, but please do not be the nice girl, the nice guy, or the nice non-berry person. Be nice in a normal way and don't go that extra mile and choose for yourself. Be the nicest person to yourself. Thank you for listening to the I'm Stuff podcast. If you would like to know more, you can go to imstuff.nl or to the Instagram imstuff underscore com and start working on your relationship with food today.